This is Sunrise, the who, what, when, where, why, and WTF of Florida politics. I'm Rick Flagg reporting from Tallahassee, which is one of the few major cities in Florida that does not have any strip clubs. It's not that we're woke or anything like that. My theory is that it has to do with the lack of military bases. If you look around the state, you'll notice the bigger the Army post, Naval Station, or Air Force base, the more strip clubs you find in the immediate vicinity. So you might say they're doing it for the troops. Speaking of awkward segues, it is Veterans Day in America and a state holiday in Florida, so the Capitol building is just about empty now. However, that piece is temporary. Lawmakers return Tuesday for another round of committee meetings as they prepare for the legislative session that begins in January. There's good news for the timber industry in northwest Florida. The U.S. Department of Agriculture does not offer crop insurance on trees. However, they have agreed to come up with almost $400 million to help growers who suffered huge losses last year during Hurricane Michael. The Florida legislature has a reputation of being, shall we say, gun-friendly, but Lake County commissioners in North Florida are making lawmakers look like amateurs by declaring their entire county is now a Second Amendment sanctuary. And while lawmakers in Washington talk about saving Medicare, some seniors in Florida say that's just doublespeak for gutting the program that provides health care to elder Americans, and they are vowing to fight it. We'll also check out your political calendar of events, if only to tell you nothing's really going on this Veterans Day. And we'll have your latest updates on Florida Man, who never seems to take a vacation. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Monday, November 11th. In honor of Veterans Day, the Florida Park Service is offering free admission for everyone today. The state already offers year-round discounts on annual entrance passes to people who serve or have served in the military, veterans with service-related disabilities, and surviving spouses of members of the U.S. military who have fallen in combat. The State Park Service also provides an abundance of historical and cultural sites that give you an opportunity for reflection and remembrance, including the Ormond House Historic State Park in Apalachicola, where you can pay respect to Vietnam veterans at the park's Three Servicemen statue. It is a bronze replica of the Vietnam Memorial statue in Washington. Several parks are also hosting special events for the day. You can find a complete list at floridastateparks.org. Speaking of veterans, State Senator Janet Cruz of Tampa and Representative Adam Hattersley of Riverview are filing legislation that would allow them, well, at least the veterans with service-related disabilities anyway, to obtain or renew their medical marijuana card at no cost. The usual expense is between $200 to $400 per year. That discount would be the first offered in Florida. Several other states already offer discounts on medical marijuana for veterans and other populations, including seniors and Medicaid and Medicare recipients. By the way, Hattersley is a veteran of the war in Iraq, and he says the discount is an important way to help veterans deal with post-traumatic stress disorder and physical pain. Florida will be getting more than $380 million from the feds to help farms and the timber industry in the panhandle rebuild some of the damage done more than a year ago by Hurricane Michael. Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed made the announcement by posting this video on social media. Since January, we have been working with the USDA to get relief to our timber industry who has been devastated by Hurricane Michael. But today, I'm excited to announce that Florida is going to receive $380 million in block grants to our timber industry. Now, Jim Carls, our Director of Florida Forest Services, will give you some more details. As the Commissioner said, the state block grants, $380 million coming to the Florida Panhandle. The majority of that in timber production loss for the timber landowners of Florida. This is history. This is historic in the way it's going to give the forest landowners the ability to recover, to restore their land back in working ag and working forest. The other portion of the state block grants are the irrigation infrastructure, and that will help the landowners with their watering technology, rebuild it, 
and be productive and have great agricultural working lands again throughout Florida's Panhandle. This is incredible news to our hard-working timber farmers. In the next coming months, we're going to be working with our state agencies to make sure that we're getting checks in hand and trees in the ground. Thank you to the USDA and Secretary Purdue for putting Florida's timber farmers first. The Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services will administer the grants, but growers still have to wait for the funding to be finalized and the state to begin the application process. Michael, which made landfall in Mexico Beach on October 10th last year, did almost $1.5 billion in damage to the agriculture industry in North Florida, and most of that, $1.3 billion, was to the timber industry. The federal money will help cover the lost value of timber. It will help growers clear down trees and replant. It can also be used to repair and replace irrigation systems damaged by the storm. However, state officials say there is not enough money to make the farmers whole. $380 million will only cover about half of their actual losses. 550 million trees, weighing 72 million tons, were damaged or destroyed by the storm. The Florida legislature has a reputation for being gun-friendly, but commissioners in Lake County are saying, hold my beer, I can top that. The Lake County Commission has voted unanimously to declare the entire county a Second Amendment sanctuary. In theory, this means residents are guaranteed their right to bear arms. However, that's already in the Constitution, so it really won't change much. It's more about appearance than substance. Lake is the first county in the state to declare itself a gun sanctuary, but the same thing has been happening all over the country in the aftermath of mass shootings. Lake County Commissioner Josh Blake says he brought up the resolution because he wants to stop the proliferation of gun-free zones where people cannot legally use firearms to defend themselves. We all know that guy who says he knew Trump was going to win long before election night. Had he known about Predict It, he could have put his money where his mouth was and made a little extra cash in the process. Predict It is like the stock market for politics. You can buy and sell shares in future events and elections, both foreign and domestic. During the 2018 midterms, Predict It beat other national pollsters like Nate Silver in election night predictions, and it wasn't even close. It's easy and only costs a few bucks to get started. Sunrise listeners can get a special introductory offer by visiting predictit.org slash promo slash F-L-A-P-O-L. It's trendy these days for politicians to sneer at anything with a hint of socialism. But a socialist program set up almost 100 years ago consistently ranks as one of the most popular things our government does. And it's right there in the name, Social Security. Almost 5 million Floridians receive benefits every month, and the vast majority are retirees who paid into that system over a lifetime. Barbara Devane of Tallahassee has been receiving benefits for the past 10 years. Social Security has kept millions, especially older women like me, out of poverty, and we need it just to survive. Devane has been a fixture at the Florida Capitol since the 70s, but she's always lobbied for women, low-income workers, immigrants, the elderly, and you know the white hats don't make much money in this process. So Devane relies on Social Security to pay the bills, and she takes it personally when politicians talk about cuts. You know, I get really, really upset when people say we need to cut Social Security and Medicare in order to save it. That's the biggest lie that was ever perpetrated on retirees. Also, when they are now saying that Social Security and Medicare is what caused the deficit in this country. Devane now lobbies for a group called the Florida Alliance for Retired Americans. Terry Joe Chapman says their number one goal is to protect Social Security from Congress, 
and the president. Social Security is a supplemental income. It, it wasn't meant to, uh, uh, to make you rich, more or less, or let you retire comfortably. It was, it was to help supplement your retirement income. And unfortunately, many of, especially in the panhandle, uh, are completely reliant on, on Social Security. So it's important. 84 years ago, can you imagine the foresight that the people who put this stuff together knew that we were going to benefit in our later years? This is the kind of legislation that makes America great. Bill Sowers is president of the Florida Alliance. He also works in the insurance industry. And Sowers says Social Security and Medicare are about as efficient as it gets. Social Security is less than 1% on the administrative side. And in case you're wondering around Medicare, 3.25%. Now, bring to me an insurance company that has administrative costs of less than 1% and 3.25%. And explain to me how they could ever do it better than our government does it. They can't. Because they're trying to convince you that our government is something bad. Our government is what we, people long ago fought to help establish. And we have to stand behind the United States of America. There are predictions that Social Security could start running short of money to pay benefits in as few as 15 years. But Devane says there is a simple solution. Simply scrap the cap. No matter how much money you make, you could be a millionaire, a billionaire. But when you reach the threshold of your income being, what, a little over $130,000, Bill Gates, when he gets to that, he stops paying into Social Security. So we all have the same cap or threshold. That doesn't really seem fair. The rich need to pay their fair share, and we need to lift that threshold. I don't think there ought to be a threshold at all. Representative Linda Sanchez of California has introduced a bill to expand Social Security and require millionaires to pay their fair share into the system. So far, Representative Debbie Wasserman Schultz is the only Florida lawmaker who has signed on as a co-sponsor. On the political agenda today, not much of anything. But if you're looking for a Veterans Day parade, they're happening all across the state. The festivities begin at 8 here in Tallahassee with a 5K run, followed by a parade through downtown to the state capitol and a Veterans Festival in the afternoon. And time once again for the misadventures of Florida Man who never seems to take a day off. The sheriff's office in Polk County has arrested 17 suspects in a child pornography sting, including two Florida men who used to work at Disney. 40-year-old Brett Kinney of Lake Alfred was a guest experience manager at Disney World who told investigators he's been addicted to kiddie porn for more than 20 years. They also arrested 52-year-old Donald Durr Jr. of Davenport, who was a custodial worker at Disney Resorts. Detectives say they found three images of child pornography on his tablet, along with a DVD he apparently created nine years ago, showing explicit images of a child. Durr told the deputies he's a pervert, but not a monster. And finally, there's been a delay in the trial of a Florida woman accused of dressing up like a clown and murdering her boyfriend's wife so they could get married. The victim, Marlene Warren, was shot in the face back in 1990 by a clown delivering flowers and balloons. The case went unsolved for decades, but new DNA testing led to the arrest of Sheila Keen Warren in 2017. She had married the victim's hubby, and the pair had moved to Virginia. Her trial had been scheduled for early next year, but her attorneys convinced a judge to postpone it because the case is so old, they're having trouble with witnesses and the evidence. That's it for this edition of Sunrise. I'm Rick Flagg reporting from Tallahassee for Florida Politics. Join us again tomorrow. <laughs>